Brothers and sisters, welcome to the Soul Food for Thought podcast. And uh, today, or this evening, is actually where I am right now. Uh, Maybe it's morning for you, maybe it's afternoon, I'm not sure, but welcome to the show. And this is going to be a solo sode. And uh, I have been called to do this solo sode because I have honestly experienced so much within the past month and a half um, that it's very, it can be difficult to really do it justice through a well-worded Instagram post or through a podcast with another person, like in a conversation, you know, Um, or an Instagram story or whatever it may be. I feel that this transmission uh, will be properly received and delivered uh, through this medium. So, (laughs) where do I start? Um, Wow. (laughs) Where do I start? Um... So I suppose I will take it back to August 1st of uh, this year, obviously. (laughs) August 1st, which was uh, a little over a month ago. And it's interesting because I feel like I've been here in Austin, Texas for two months, three months. (laughs) But it's been a month. Um, And so August 1st, that day, was the day in which I left my old reality in upstate new york uh where i went to college and obviously like you guys know i dropped out my senior year um still don't regret that but i've definitely learned my lessons um but yes so august 1st you know i the whole summer i had i had known that i was gonna end up in texas uh specifically austin and, um, you know, it's like I, I, I knew some people down here, kind of. Um, I had done a podcast with this guy named Samson. And, um, you know, I had messaged him before I came down. I was like, hey, um, I would love if you could just introduce me um, to some of the community down here whenever I get here. So, you know, it was kind of just like a casual thing. I, you know, it's not like I was very dependent on... Um, on meeting up with him or having him introduce me to community, whatever it may be. Um, I was really just coming down here to Austin, just like blank slate, um, very independent. Um, you know, it's like I, I was staying in a hotel. Um, to put it very simply, I came down here with... Um, yeah and i'm just gonna be very transparent um i came down here with a couple thousand dollars that was it (laughs) it was nothing serious it was just that um and i didn't i wasn't coming in i wasn't coming down here and moving into my own place or my own apartment i was coming down here and staying at a hotel (laughs) um and it's funny because it's actually one of these hotels where it's called it's called the extended stay, um, which is basically a hotel with a small kitchen in it. 
So, and I, you know, that's all I needed. So I, I, w- I didn't have any problem with it at all. I was like, that sounds fun. <laughs> um, and it has been, it's has, it's had, it's, uh, there, there have been some moments, but you know, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but it's funny because it's like, even though I still, even though I felt that, um, playfulness and that innocence and that joy of like yeah i'm staying in this place you know living a a little living a bit nomadically you know um it felt very like it really felt like i was living on the edge and and i would and i'll say it still does but um it was funny because um whenever people would say you're staying in a hotel I would get a bit, I, I wouldn't be like visibly defensive, but in my head, I'd be like, no, it's actually a hotel with a kitchen in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so there'd be this part of me that was kind of defensive of like, uh, just a little triggered by the label of someone saying, you're staying in a hotel, really? You know what I mean? Because, you know, some some people would, um, you know, see me in my position and say, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I've totally been there before. Like, I love that. Like, that's like you're you're living the dream, like you're spearheading your life. And I really resonate with that. Right. Um, but then there'd be other people like, you know, like family members, whatever it may be, especially my parents. I'd be like, really, you're you're in a hotel. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like for me, for my inner child, the day that I got down here um and and just in that first like week like i like i want to take you into that feeling of like the first week of being here <laughs> in this new territory in austin texas living in this hotel <laughs> um no car i flew down here so no car walking everywhere ubering everywhere um I prefer the walking because one, I don't like to wear the mask in the car. <laughs> um, I don't like to wear the mask, um, but also because I like to act, I like to move my body as much as possible. Um, and so, if I were to take you into that feeling of like the first week of being down here, maybe the first two weeks, it was such a like it reminded me of that feeling that I had whenever I dropped out of college. Um, that primal essence of like just such a deep presence because you have no choice. You are like you literally are quantum leaping. You're jumping into an entirely different reality an entirely different template like everything is different everything is fresh everything is novel and it's almost like you are it's almost like you're living again (laughs) you know it's almost like you're alive again um and it's just it's such a beautiful feeling because um you know whenever i do feel that it's like it feels very you know, I don't, I don't even want to say it feels very masculine or, or that it feels very feminine. It feels very both, you know. Um, and this is how I put it. It's like I would feel this very primal sharpness, right, where it's almost like since I'm in this new place with new 
stimuli and new whatever and I'm like actually in the weeds I'm actually like in I don't want to say on the battlefield but I guess you could say on the battlefield you know what I mean it's like it's just like such a sharp presence and every single action every single movement feels like it has tremendous purpose because it's almost like whenever you get all of this shit out of the way that is preventing you from living your life from uh from aligning with the path of the heart it's like whenever you move all that stuff out of the way damn there was a thread there that i was like ah (laughs) there was a thread there that i was um interesting maybe i was maybe i was forcing it too much but um damn anyway (laughs) yes um just this primal sharpness and this deep oh yes um everything just 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 felt so purposeful because it you know it wasn't really from a place of fear like oh like if i mess this up like i'm fucked you know what i mean it wasn't like that it was just like a feeling of adventure i guess a really good way to put it is a feeling of being in the jungle whenever you're in the jungle whenever you're in the woods where there may be predators around or whenever you're actually like on a mission you know what i mean like you're trekking through the jungle maybe you're trying to build a shelter maybe you're whatever it's just this feeling of being connected with all of your senses being connected with all of you you know and it's just like um it's just such a powerful feeling because what i recognize is that like all of my neurosis around like my spirit my quote-unquote spiritual path and uh, you know like and when i say that i'm talking about like um all of these tactics and these strategies to to try to try to evolve spiritually you know what i mean so whether it be you know thinking that i have to meditate for this many hours a day or thinking that i have to do this much breath work or thinking that i have to deny myself this and that or thinking you know what i mean it's like the should and the should nots right um and and all of these just like these 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 micro tendencies of uh perfectionism and striving and all of these things that that were just like kind of ridiculous you know and they're not really ridiculous until you realize that you were doing them um and so it's very interesting because once i really stepped into the jungle of that heart-centered path whenever i whenever i followed my truth and chose my truth and went into that jungle whenever i chose my source or whenever i chose the inspiration of source of god's source beyond all else all of that weird stuff kind of just fell away i wasn't freaking out about every ingredient in my food yes i have conscious foundations but there just wasn't this like there was just so much more flow there was so much more flow and it was almost like my uh if you were to break it down into like labels like it felt like my feminine was allowed to be alive 
uh, because it was almost like my masculine <laughs> was actually doing things that mattered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it, it, it just wasn't this. And I don't even like to put it in labels like that because that can kind of be confusing whenever we're thinking about, oh, what is our masculine doing? What is our feminine doing? But it's just like I wasn't distracted by all of the nonsense anymore. I was actually like I actually felt like in every moment that I was exactly where I needed to be, that I was on my spiritual path. And at the same time that I was feeling this very sharp presence and this precision and um, just that very masculine, like, I don't even know, like, it was it, beautiful, just beautiful, like, where, where everything feels so purposeful, right? Focused. At the same time that I was experiencing that, it was this under, there was an underlying current uh, and a corresponding, like, joy and playfulness that that came with that. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I, so I remember I, um, I have this like shower head thing <laughs> and, um, it's like a shower head filter and I, I brought it here to Texas with me. Um, it basically filters like toxins and metals and stuff like that out of your water. Um, and so basically I remember getting here and I was, you know, I, I just remember like these moments, like where I was. I just remember the quality of presence of that moment. And it felt so balanced. It felt so harmonic. I remember going in and getting my little box of tools that I brought with me in my suitcase. Because, you know, I wanted to be prepared. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Like, what I brought in my suitcase is, like, yeah, just, like, the basic stuff. Like, I didn't, I didn't come here with, like, a U-Haul. <laughs> I came here with, literally, a suitcase a duffel bag and two backpacks and in those was clothes shoes uh definitely some like supplements <laughs> um and you know things like a, a toolbox <laughs> you know and stuff like that and so i remember getting like my little toolbox out and i remember getting my grabbing the shower head out of the bag and basically going on this little adventure over to the shower in my new hotel room that I just walked into, um, feeling that feeling that new hotel room feeling, you know what I mean? It's like that's kind of what it feels like. You know that feeling whenever you're first walking into your new hotel room. That's how it felt for the entire week, just like everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? And maybe for even the first few weeks, you know. Um, and so I yeah, I remember getting my tools and trying to figure out the shower head. And it was interesting because like in those moments when I say quality of presence, it's like quality of presence. It's like I felt that very masculine like focus and that precision and that sharpness and like, okay, how do we figure this out? But there was also this like uh, accompanying joy and pleasure and playfulness because I could not figure that shit out. <laughs> I remember screwing around with a whole bunch of shit and eventually I turned the shower on and the water started spraying everywhere. And like, I just remember laughing and like all these things. And so I just felt very whole, you know what I mean? And it's like, I didn't even have anyone around me at that point. It was literally just me and walking to the grocery store, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Exploring the the little area that I was that I was in. You know, maybe grabbing a bite to eat or here or there. Um, just like, yeah, like it, it was beautiful. Um, and so basically, that. Let's see. That was like my biggest takeaway whenever I first got down here was just like that quality of presence, uh, that feeling in the body of truth or, or wholeness, whatever that emerges whenever we really just follow um, our truth into the unknown, whenever we follow our heart into the jungle, and whenever we choose the source of our life beyond all else. You know, um, and it's and it's kind of just like a reminder that like I feel that we're supported anyway, but like if but like by, by by having the courage to choose that to choose your source to choose your heart, I, I don't believe that you will ever be failed by that. I believe that you will always be rewarded in that instant that you choose that. Um through an actual felt experience you know um so what happened after that well i um you know i was definitely very fortunate that with my men's group like it it worked (laughs) like it literally just worked um it took a lot of effort, certainly more effort than I thought that it would. Um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because I, I, when it comes to like creation and, and, and soul aligned work and, you know, quote unquote manifesting and doing all these things, creating your vision, I find that if there's, if there's an inspiration that you feel in your body about something and you feel it consistently and it's just like there and you're taking the steps to move it forward. Sometimes there may be, like, I'll just tell you what I was experiencing. I felt this deep inspiration in my body. I was like, I know I am here to build this men's group. Um, and I, and at this point, I had been already building it for two months. And I was a couple weeks maybe before actually starting it. And I And I had felt the inspiration the whole time. And I was like, well, why the fuck isn't it working? Why is no one claiming these spots? Like I had, pro- I, I had probably been advertising it and telling people about it and DMing people and all this shit for and, and posting paid like paid advertisements, whatever. I'd probably been doing that for at least a month, and crickets, no one had joined, and I'm like, dude, this is crazy. And I actually realized that. If you want to put it into the perspective of masculine and feminine, and then maybe, and I'll, I'll tie that in after. I'll, I'll actually speak the message first. <laughs> it's very interesting how fascinated I am with the masculine and the feminine. Um, but it's just such a, it's a, it's such an easy uh, way of uh, communicating ideas. <laughs> um, but what I learned is that. I actually wasn't like doing hard, like I wasn't working hard enough. Like I actually wasn't showing up every day and putting in legitimate effort. 
You know what I mean? It's like I, it's almost like I thought that just by feeling that inspiration and knowing that it was there, knowing that it was true within my body, I thought that all I needed to do was take basic steps and then that everything would come to me. But I was pro- I was proven that, um, no, <laughs> that that wasn't the case and that like, I'm going to have to actually go out here and, and it's going to be trial and error. And I'm going to have to like seriously go about this thing and DM like lots of people and, and try many different things to secure this group. And so once I started to do that, that's when I started to see results, you know, um, and perhaps, yeah, perhaps this little section of the conversation here probably won't last long. Um, but perhaps this will, you know, kind of cater to some of the more business oriented people or whoever out there. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like our feminine can have that feeling or that inspiration or whatever, but it's up to the masculine to, to, to figure it out, like to actually figure it out what needs to be done. You know what I mean? And to actually do it, to not feel, to not fear failure and to trust that as long as that feeling is there, that inspiration is there, like just hunt, go out and hunt, fish, go out and fish, like actually work, grind. You know what I mean? doesn't mean that has to be of detriment to like your health, (laughs) you know, but it's like actually go out there and, and, and do the work and fulfill that. fulfill the that inspiration of the feminine if you want to say um and so like i said once i started to do that like it it worked you know what i mean because i i thought back to the first business that i created and uh, like to, to just be straight up like i i was able to hire a very talented team of people to work on our product I, you know, I found guys, you know, former interns from Facebook and Apple and Amazon and Google to join our, to literally join our team and to work on our product. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, so I thought back and I was like, well, what did you do in order to, to achieve that? And what I did is I actually sent like, one summer, I I probably I pro- I sent hundreds of LinkedIn messages, like hundreds, and I got on. <laughs> wow, like the like the the phone calls that I got on, like I can't even. I honestly want to say it was in the hundreds as well. And and I got so many people who were like, no, like I'm not interested or no, I'm doing this, whatever. So many denials, so many rejections, but I got those seven yeses and they were perfect. I secured that team, right? And so I was like, okay, like let's just recreate that. Let's do that again. All you have to do is just actually have the, have the determination, like actually like let's do it. You know what I mean? And so really in in, in essence, um, that whole thing really just taught me like, it's actually, it takes work. (laughs) You know what I mean? It, it it takes work. Um, and so basically what happened is that I, you know, I, I was able to fill out this roster and it was very interesting because this is where things kind of got, uh, insane. (laughs) 
Um, I... So two people who I had talked to for this men's group, you know, filling out the roster. Two of these people dropped out at the last minute. Like I'm talking the day before the retreat started, before the virtual men's group started. And literally like I, my, my money was getting pretty slim. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, and not only that, but, but I had an expectation of how much money I was going to be bringing in from these clients. Right. So it's like, I, I, so in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to have seven men total who are a part of this experience. I'm going to book out every slot for this amount of money. And that was like, in my head, I was like, okay, that's what's going to happen. That's what we're going to do. And it's interesting because I was, I was kind of let on a bit. I led myself on by, by really just having expectations. Um, and also, you know, there are some other things that I, and I'll share this, but there are other things that I could have done on the back end to kind of prevent this. Um, but what happened <laughs> is that these two people dropped out at the last minute. And so the money that I thought I was going to have, I did not have. I had money and I was able, you know, it was able to get me longer, but it's almost like, um, it's almost like I was um, God's source source of my life um perhaps put me into a situation where i wasn't able to feel this superficial level of comfort right because if i because if i if i did sell out those spots it would have given me <laughs> uh much greater security right but it's like would that security be real would that security be real if it's based on something superficial, based on something outside of me, like money? Perhaps not, you know? And so basically what happened is like, yeah, these people dropped out and I was like, shit. <laughs> I was scrambling at the last minute and I couldn't I and, I and I couldn't fill those spots. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my best with these guys and I'm going to make it a kick-ass experience. I know it's still going to be good for them. I know it's going to be good for me. And, you know, when it comes to the money, it's like, <laughs> I honestly didn't know. I didn't know. And this will segue a bit into um, a very important topic that I'll speak on in this solo episode. Um, and I'm not sure exactly when and how throughout this conversation i'm going to land this topic how i'm going to land this plane and how i'm going to anchor this in um but it's coming and i will and i'll be trickling it in as i speak <laughs> these words um so a lot of shit happened <laughs> because oh man there was so much shit that was happening <laughs> first of all the hotel i was in was like hey we're actually renovating this hotel and you're going to have to leave and find somewhere else. So I was like, okay. So I found another hotel across town, maybe like two weeks after staying in that one. So super nomadic way of living. <laughs> um, and that was kind of the exciting part about it. I was like, all right, going to the, let's go see this new part of town. You know what I mean? And so 
made it to this new and by the way this first place like this place had i was honestly glad that i was getting out of that out of that place like there were lots of bugs there was a cockroach i saw one morning whenever i saw that cockroach i was like dude get me out of here <laughs> i was like i was like please get me out of here this is crazy um so yeah i i moved hotels uh and this one was a bit nicer um but whatever you know still whatever you know <laughs> um so let's see how did this happen so basically in general uh for i would say for a majority of the month of august i was doing my men's group with you know not not no financial security by any means <laughs> my security was source <laughs> my security was god's source you know um source of my life like like that my, like that which beats my heart which breathes my breath that is my security <laughs> at the end of the day you know <laughs> um and so yeah no financial security by any means running this men's group that i was very fortunate to to run and to create because like the guys were getting so much out of it and i was like wow like this is good <laughs> you know what i mean um and so at the same time i'm, I'm also getting more involved i was getting more involved with this men's group here in austin texas and this is the first um men's group that i've actually been involved with in person and i'll go on to speak more about this but like powerful to be with these guys right and so throughout the first like half of august i would say i for most of august i didn't really go much uh kind of just because i was very far out of the way um from the meeting place of this men's group uh they would meet every thursday uh, we would meet every thursday and i would come like every once in a while uh but you know every time i would go i would be like yeah like this is like i'm meant to be here um but i think just due to the distance and the whole thing and and just all this stuff, I was like, you know what, like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, like, I, I just didn't go as much as I really wanted to, um, and there was also a lot that was coming up for me, I will say, too, that contributed to that, um, that contributed to me not going, um, in particular, and this is a big theme that I'll continue to, to touch on here, is coming down here to Austin, I felt such, like, so stepping into this unknown, right, into this new territory, and, and once, like, you're here, once I was, once I was here, the mind or, or whatever, like, I, I was able to sense, you know, just, like, the established tribes, the established communities, um, you know, how it's kind of set up, right, it's like, who has what power who has what leadership you know what i mean um and, and almost just just realizing that there and, and honestly I, I didn't i didn't get this deep with it at first <laughs> uh, but in hindsight i'm realizing that it was definitely like my inner child and my wounds that was what that were that were just threatened like i was i was threatened by 
other powerful men. Um, I was I, w- I was threatened by men who carried power in their body. I was threatened by men in, in certain positions of leadership. I was threatened by men who I felt threatened by men um, who uh, you know were were doing certain things that were similar to me that I thought I was you know gifted at or like whatever it is. You know what I mean. And so I actually didn't really go that deep with that at first, and it was very superficially. It was very superficially um, manifest and, and, and based because I was actually projecting. I kind of had this idea or, or something going on within me where I was actually a bit resistant to meeting with these guys in person because I was like, you know, whenever you look at Austin, uh, a lot of people may look, may look at it and, and and see how there are a lot of quote-unquote spiritual people here, a lot of leaders, a lot of influencers, like a lot of the people that you see on Instagram, like there are many people who live in Austin. And there was a part of me that was like, you know what, like maybe this group's not meant for me. Like maybe I'm not really meant to be around them. Like, you know, um, you know, this idea that everyone's just like a spiritual influencer and everyone's just like this this narcissistic you know person who hasn't really done real work or they just have a large following and all of these things you know what i mean like or or people who just have a lot of money and and aren't like really whatever you know people who aren't really that clean when it comes to their quote-unquote spirituality you know and, and and thinking that and basically placing myself higher than these other people in pretty much any way possible, <laughs> you know, um, seeing myself as, you, you know, anything, you know, any idea that could support the idea that I was the only powerful one, I was the only chosen one, <laughs> I was the best I had more to offer, more value, whatever it may be, right? Just like all of this stuff. And so there was a part of me that was like, okay, like I am here to not fit in at all. And I'm here to do my own thing. It's almost like I came down here and and subtly felt so threatened by the existing community here that I was like, okay, I need to create my own community. You know what I mean? Like, I need to bring in my own people. I need to, you know, whatever. And there was actually this, in hindsight, I'm noticing there was this incessant desire to build as fast as possible. To come in here and to say, I need to build the biggest project right now, right here, so that everyone knows who I am. So that everyone knows, um, so you, see, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> like literally just coming down here and just like super ego, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that was like, that was a thing, you know what I mean? And so it's interesting because there were like, there were some ideas and projects that I felt genuine inspiration about in my body. But in hindsight, looking back on it, like it was uh, still laced and and woven with distortion and this this um this neediness this feeling that i'm worthless 
unless I have the most perceived value or power or whatever or authority <laughs> or leadership or like whatever, you know what I mean? Um, so it was all like very distorted. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's interesting because I, I kind of speak on some of these sentiments. Um, I speak of some of these things in uh, a recent podcast uh, with this guy. <laughs> it's I'm pretty sure it's like the podcast right before this. Um, so you'll hear me kind of in that mode of, you know, I feel that there's there was kind of some truth behind it. Like there was truth behind my inspiration. Like I know I'm here to build in general, like on this planet in this realm i'm here to build i'm here to bring i'm here to bring forth visions i'm here to lead yes like all of these things like yes that is true and so like there was some uh there was something organic about that but in general it was also inorganic and distorted because i was not facing like my stuff like the dark stuff you know what i mean and so that's what's really interesting is that, to be honest, I would say the last two weeks of August, I never, like, I, I actually never thought that I, I, I was capable of feeling that much emotion. Like, because this is what happened. I came down here with that attitude of, like, I need to build this, I need to do this, all this, a lot of entitlement, a lot of narcissism, whatever. And basically what happened is that I had all of these visions, like these, these, these projects, these things that I wanted to create. And I was trying so hard to make things happen because I was from a place of scarcity. Not only was I feeling scarce about money and how I was going to provide for myself and, and put food on the table and, and be able to have a roof over my head, but I was also in survival mode because I was in this new place where there are all of these uh perceivably established tribes and feeling like i was going to be left out if i wasn't like balls to the wall like full of force just in this hyper weird thing <laughs> you know what i mean um of, of having to dominate you know what i mean and so basically it's like that that whole thing was just not congruent with love, with wholeness, with completion. And none of it worked. Like, it, like no matter how hard I tried to force these things together and to do all that stuff, it didn't work. None of it. It did not work. Everything fell through. Like, it all fell apart. Nothing would come together. Nothing would ever be clear enough for me, you know? And so I literally just had no choice but to actually surrender all of it, all of it. And I'll go on more to talk about this. Um, but basically, like, yes, when I say that I felt, like, crazy emotion, it was crazy emotion, like, where um, I'm trying to, like, actually, like, like, not to take myself back into it, but to really like feel into what, like, like what was I really feeling there? I felt a lot of anger. I felt a lot of frustration. Ah, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt a lot of anger and I felt a lot of frustration. And it was because it was it was really sur- what was surfacing for me is that like the like what I'm sharing with you like this is whenever it really started to to, to come up. And there was actually such a resentment um for other men like towards other men like there was so much resentment and anger because i felt like they were taking something from me i felt that everyone here who had power who had leadership who had all of these things i thought that they were taking something from me i thought that they were taking my mission i thought that they were taking my purpose i thought that they were i don't know i, I thought they were taking shit from me pretty much that like that's how it felt right uh, but what they were really taking is what they, they were taking, or I don't even want to say they were taking, but what was dissipating, what was evaporating, what was falling away was what my ego thought I needed in order to feel complete, in order to feel power. You know what I mean? Um, source, God was little was was not allowing that shit to come together it was not a truth <laughs> if it came together like it i would have turned into this like super ego thing like it would have been whack and you would probably not want to to hear from me you know um and so there was so much anger that was coming up for me cuz i was like wow like what is my like I, I was really touching that inner child or whatever that was like you know, what is my worth if I'm not the biggest one in the room? If I'm not the one with the most accomplishments, if I'm not the one with the, with the tallest tower, like who am I? What am I? You know? And so while it was so painful and while I was so, while I experienced so much anger and frustration, I knew it was happening because beyond all of it was like, like there was just a current of peace that I increasingly found beyond that, that I saw beyond that. And I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm being taken into my heart here, you know? Um, and so that kind of carries me into, um, and you know, I will say some of the, some of that anger too, and that frustration, um, was a result of, because, you know, it wasn't just like me trying to maintain my ego down here. It was actually survival as well. <laughs> you know, it's like, how am I going to make money if I'm not, um, you know, creating these things and building these projects and all this stuff? So I'll get into and also and so I'll get into a little bit of that soon <laughs> um, because there was something big that came up for me there. But chronologically, what happened is that I. I started to go to the men's group more. Um, and in particular, there was this potluck. There was this huge event that we had um, where it was maybe like 70 guys or so, 50 to 70 guys. I'm not really sure. Um, we were at this guy's house. And this was really the day where I realized that I didn't have to be threatened. by. I, I didn't have to feel threatened by any of them. By any of them. I realized that every single one of them no matter how much money they had, no matter how many followers they had, no matter what I had, you know, no matter what my ego had projected on them previously when it comes to their character, I realized that we all wanted the same thing. And we were all experiencing 
similar things, you know, uh, this feeling that we wouldn't be worthy, we wouldn't be accepted, that we would have to prove ourselves, all of these things. Um, and, and I really just realized that like we all want love. Every single one of us, we just wanted love. We wanted to be seen. We wanted to be heard um, for who we are, for what we are. So by simply being like, we just wanted to experience that openness, that freedom of love. That's it. And so it was a beautiful thing to be there with those guys and to, and, and to experience that on that day. Um, because like I said, I, I, I was like, wow, like, I don't have to feel threatened by these guys. They're not my competition. In fact, they're not even trying to compete with me. They're, they're here to help me. Like, actually. Like, and I'll go on to speak more about this, but the actual support that I felt was immeasurable. Like, it was immeasurable. Like, I never thought that humans could actually get together and support each other in this way. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, like, like the whole thing. Like, I, I, I never thought that it would be possible for people to put their egos aside, to put their preferences aside, and to actually support each other. Like, it has been crazy. Like, we have this group chat. <coughs> Excuse me, I was drinking water. Um... We have this group chat and it's like guys are helping each other all the time, like literally from the goodness of their heart. It's incredible. Like like people's lives are changing. <laughs> people's lives are changing because of just like the it's like it's like literally like gift economy straight up. Like people looking out for each other. Like where it simply just feels like a family. You know, um, and so I was really able to tap into that vibe there. And I was like, wow, I need to first of all, like, first of all, I need to come to this group more. And I need to be more open with these guys. I, I, I need to like, I just need to be here, you know. And uh, so basically where this puts me, put me, is that I was at a time where money was getting very very slim <laughs> and when i say slim like like i'm talking like i was like I, I i i actually like had ran out of money i had ran out of money <laughs> um and i was depending on my credit card um until it pretty much maxed out like it was <laughs> like <laughs> some serious shit i don't want to say serious but but, but like yeah, like that happened. And I was like, I didn't really know what, like I, I, like I literally didn't know. Like I, every single day I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. I did my best. I showed up every day. I cried every day. I screamed, I punched, I yelled, I kicked. I faced my emotions. I faced my shit. I let go of control every single day. And it actually got so frustrating to the point and because it got, it got frustrating because it felt like I wasn't seeing results. And I was like, what am I doing wrong here? You know what I mean? Because 
every day I would see them I would see the money just you know what I mean losing the money or whatever the perception of losing that money right um or I don't want to say the per- like yes money was being lost but the perception of like losing life basically you know <laughs> um of running out of time of like all this stuff and it was frustrating because like I like I felt that I was doing my best and I was but I mean got like there was like I faced some shit like just to be honest like there were times where it's not that I had contemplated like actually ending my life or anything like that um but like where there was like that level of where there was that feeling of hopelessness and like why am I even like here like why am I even alive you know um that feeling of helplessness of like of is a very interesting feeling this feeling that like you know you know that there is a god a benevolent god a loving god a god that has always supported you that has always held you that has birthed your eternal spirit that pulls so many strings in order to help you that loves you so much right it's like there's it's like so there would be this feeling and this knowing that like that exists and that is there but this simultaneous resentment and almost hatred of like I know that exists and I know that is true, but I don't even, but, but there was like this feeling of like, I don't even want to consider the truth of that because I feel like I have been abandoned and I feel like I have been cast out that I have been left here in this realm to rot Like that was a feel like it was like it was a feeling that I that, that I didn't even really want to believe in God, even though I did, do you know? Because I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck? I I, I was like, come like I was like, like why? You know, just you know, a lot, definitely a lot of victimhood for sure, but you know, like like actual trauma and wounds and fears and all these emotions coming up of like, wow, like it was it was deep you know and uh, so what i will say is like in terms of how i got out of that i certainly can't say that it was just me right like it was source like 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 i couldn't have done all of that shit alone (laughs) you know what i mean um I couldn't have done all of that shit alone. However, it did require my conscious participation. Or else, it is likely that things would have gotten uglier. You know? And so it's like, in that case, yeah, we can say that, you know, I I could still say that I'm technically supported. But it's like, at what point are you not taking responsibility 
and just saying that you are supported and hoping that everything will work out. You know, and so it's and so that's the thing. It's like I things weren't bad just because they were bad and God wanted to give me a punishment or a lesson. Yes, there was a lesson there, but I like to see this as a co-creation in that like I like I like to take responsibility and to say, okay, like I too played a part in this. Do you know what I mean? Like these aren't like this like like I played a part in this. Not just the forces of the world or whatever else, but like I played a part in this. You know, it wasn't just chance or circumstance. Um or, or coincidence, whatever, you know? Um and so there were a few things that I had to look at. The first one was an elephant in the room that has been in the room for a long time. <laughs> um, and when I finally looked at it, it changed my life. Um, but it, so basically I'm, I'm 22 years old and I've never had like your average traditional job you know it's like some people may work you know get a job at like and i'm and i'm just saying this straight up i'm not even trying to say this in a condescending way but like some people may get a job at an accounting firm or at a restaurant or at a grocery store or at a movie theater or maybe they're babysitting or something like that right like something to make money and i have actually in my life like like i i had never had like a traditional job um because you know i started my first business out of high school um and while i was running that business i was very fortunate to have parents um who were able to support me financially um until i sold my sold most of my position in that business and and got some money of my own to support me and so basically like there was never yeah it's like it's like I, I technically could have gotten a job but like i was i was able to kind of just sneak away from it for a while you know um and then you know <laughs> once i sold my position most of my once i sold that position in the business um <laughs> Yeah, so once I sold that, um, sorry, <laughs> something's just like coming up for me right now. Um, it's just very interesting, like how sometimes whenever you're talking, like it's hard to, I don't know, it's like whenever you are aware, you are aware, you know what I mean? And so some of your words are not, um, I'll put it very simply. I'll be straight up with you guys right now. Right now. <laughs> because what better way to lead and to explain this than to lead by example and to just say it. Um, so I said that I sold the majority of my position in this company, which is true. Um, there is still, I, I technically have a very tiny percentage left in this company um but for some reason i noticed like this 
weird ego thing that wanted to kind of like throw that in there because there's actually a part of me that believes that this company is still going to be very successful. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so there's this part of me that's like, oh, like I have to let everyone know that I, <laughs> that I still have this much left in it just in case it goes big. You know what I mean? Which I think it will go big, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just interesting, right? It's like my ego just trying to like, you know, get a little level up or like what, like whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's like so... <laughs> like what um so yes like um but anyway you know like i left that business because it was it was needed like i was i had contributed all that i was meant to contribute um but anyway back to the whole job thing money whatever um after i left that you know i was on to the next i was on to the next project and i was very fortunate that in two months i was able to build out the men's group and I made my first bills off of it two months later. You know what I mean? Um, and I was able to get off a little longer without having your quote-unquote traditional job. But what I noticed is that over time, there was something that was kind of growing and festering in my consciousness. Um, like this very kind of narcissistic or, or whatever thing of like, I'm too good for a regular job. And I bet you that I can go my whole life without getting one. You know what I mean? And so there were, and so there was like this strange little thing, right? Of like, um, just like this entitlement and this narcissism and, and, and arrogance and superiority and, and, and kind of that thing that was kind of festering there that, I didn't really realize how large it was until things got really tight financially. Um, yeah, whenever things got really tight financially. Um, and so basically what happened is I was like, okay, like, I, I actually think like, it's like, yes, I need to have boundaries, right? It's because it, because it still didn't feel right for me to go to mcdonald's and say hey can i have a job like that just didn't feel right you know what i mean i have to honor that that not every single opportunity is going to be right for me you know what i mean but i do i did i need to be open to doing something for money that was not necessarily how my ego wanted it to be right because what my ego wanted it was like hey let's get down to austin let's build this project let's do this let's do this everything me everything my own you know what i mean like just this very like constricted that seemed that seemed expansive you know what i mean it was like this this thing you know um and so basically what happened is i i humbled myself in many ways i humbled myself by first making the decision like okay i need to like there's literally nothing else i can do i don't like and and this was a week ago when this was happening but i was like i literally don't know how i am going to have food on the table next week and i don't know how i'm going to pay rent next week i literally don't know i i like i literally don't know <laughs> um and it, like shit was getting slim like where it was like literally and it got down to like the day <laughs> where I was like, 
in two days, I literally don't know what the fuck is going to happen. You know what I mean? And so, basically, it was important for me to humble myself. Um, to make that decision of like, okay, I need to look for some opportunities. I need to be open to that. And secondly, to take the, to, to to take advantage of the network of this men's group here, because like I said, it was very supportive. Something like I've never I've never thought it was possible that humans could be this benevolent or supportive of each other in every single way. And so I was like, guys, I'm, and so I, and so I, I, I had to let go of my shame, right, of the position that I was in, and I texted in this group chat to this, to these guys of like almost 400 men, and I was like, hey guys, I'm gonna be honest. Does anyone have any work that they don't want to do or would pay someone to do immediately? Because I've yet to find a part-time job and I don't know how I'm going to pay for food or shelter like next week, <laughs> you know? Um, and the support that I got was incredible. Not only did people, you know, reach out and say, Hey, you know, come do this. Um, you know, do you want to come do this job or whatever? Like in terms of like, like kind of like odd jobs. So like, for example, there was this one guy who was like, Hey, um, I'm having this event. Uh, if you could come and help me set up the event, I will pay you. And if you could kind of just help run and facilitate and make sure it goes smoothly with me, um, then I'll pay you. And you'll also be able to, to be at the event, to have fun and to meet people and all this stuff. And so I did, you know, that was, and that was amazing. And so, you know, things like that. And I was able to, you know, help someone move, made some money there and, and, and just like some odd jobs. And then, you know, someone who, someone in the Austin community, um, you, you could call him a, you, you could call him a spiritual leader, you know, someone in like this, someone just like in that space of like, you know, whatever, <laughs> Um, of influencer ship um, reached out to me from the group and um, someone who I've respected for a long time um, he was like hey like I will send you money so that you can have food and so that you can pay rent and I will offer you an opportunity to work as a um, a personal assistant for me and and basically i would i would be helping this guy with you know whatever you know um and i was like yeah let's do it <laughs> you know what i mean um because it felt you know and, and and it's like yeah it's like yeah my ego had to kind of sacrifice like that all like what about my vision what about what i'm here to do but it's like at the end of the day, it's like I I still get to do some of that stuff through my men's group, and you know it doesn't mean that I have to sacrifice everything. But it's like it was important for me to really humble myself, to step into humility and say, you know what, like maybe it's not always about me and what I want. <laughs> maybe it's about 
surrendering to the will of God, highest of the high, that which beats my heart, you know, and really just taking responsibility, taking responsibility, you know, because like, like, yes, I, I trust, I trust that I would have been supported by God no matter what. But when I say no matter what, I don't mean, because that's the thing. It's like, I like, we are co-creators, you know? And so while I believe that the support of God is there always when it comes to, like, I believe, like, I believe that support is there, but there, but there's a responsibility. There's a meeting halfway. There is a listening. There's a surrendering. You know what I mean? And surrendering doesn't just mean sit there and do nothing. It means surrendering your ideas and your beliefs. All these things, right? And so I was very fortunate that that guy reached out. He helped me. And um, not only that, <laughs> but another guy reached out and he was like, Hey, I'm leaving a town for a month. And you can stay at my place if you want. So basically, would save me a shit ton of money of, on rent. And I can just stay there. <laughs> and I can also, like, because I met this guy, I'm like, I, I, like, I really like that. I really like this guy. You know what I mean? And I, and I, actually, thought I, I actually thought that I wouldn't really like him kind of just like my ego projecting from afar whenever I first saw him I was like perhaps just like a feeling threatened by him and who he might be you know whether I be from my past experiences of maybe people who looked like him or or whatever whatever but once I met him I was like yeah like I, re I really like that guy um and that was before he even offered me what he did you know um and so I really just realized, like, wow, like, simply by just surrendering, like, and again, surrender doesn't mean just sit there and do nothing. <laughs> it means, like, surrendering the ideas and that which we are attached to and all of these things. The support is there. <laughs> um, and, and, we, and we will realize that support, you know, um... And literally, like, tonight, like, someone literally just offered to send me money. Like, it was great. Like, I was like, wow. You know what I mean? And, you know, I've noticed this part of me that's a bit resistant to receiving, right? Whenever someone, like, really wants to give. And there's this part of me that's like, oh, like, I feel like it's a burden. But, like, if they're offering, then, like, perhaps, like, they want to. You know what I mean? Um, and so it has actually been such a blessing to experience the support that I have here. And just in general. You know? And, and that's the thing. Like, I've been thinking about the whole, like, giving and receiving. Like, like the receiving of these gifts, right? And it's like... Because there's almost like a... It's like whenever someone... So, like, whenever this guy sent me money tonight, for example. This other guy... I was like, damn, like, what did I do to be, like, what did I do to deserve that? <laughs> you know what I mean? What did I do to deserve that? 
And like, yes, I, he was one of the guys in my men's group who I, you know, created, I created a, a fantastic experience for him, you know, through the men's group. So maybe there was a part of him that was like, you know what, like, I love what Nick created for me. So I would like to send him something, but it's like, I don't know with the, with the whole giving and receiving thing. Like there's a part of us that like wants to pinpoint not only what the result of our giving will be in terms of what we can receive in return for that giving. But there's almost like there's another part of us that's like trying to pinpoint what we did in order to be worthy of receiving a gift, you know? And all I can really attribute the receiving of the gift to is like just, I don't know, just being a child of God, <laughs> um, doing your absolute best to align with that, with your heart, with your truth, with source. All I know, and I, and I experience this more and more, and, and honestly, whenever people would tell me this shit, at my lowest moments and I just wouldn't believe it because all I could see was the lowest moment, right? It's like whenever money got super low, I was having a conversation with someone. I was like, yeah, like, I don't know what the, f I don't I, 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 I don't know what's going to happen. That's what I would say. Right. And I'd be like, this is so stressful. Like what, like, what do I do? Like how do like, how am I going to support myself? And this person was like, just know that you are supported just know that the money will come. Know that you will be fine. Just keep surrendering. And I'd be like, what does that even mean? Like, how? Because the mind tries to conceive of like, how or when. But it's like, but I have literally seen miracles within the past, even just week, two weeks, whatever that like wow like i am supported beyond comprehension like it is crazy and that doesn't deny responsibility you know what i mean it doesn't mean that i should go spend all of my money on shoes and all of this shit that i don't need and then pretend that money's just gonna fall out of the sky the next day and i'm gonna be supported do you know what I mean? Like it still takes consciousness, right? Whether it be with my money and spending it on things that are an absolute yes when it comes to contributing to me or when it comes to literally anything else. Like it takes consciousness. It takes responsibility. It takes accountability. It takes awareness. It takes meeting halfway. But at the same time, it's just meeting halfway. And I've been saying that for a really long time. It's just meeting halfway. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to, to try to figure it all out. It's just taking the next best step. It's just doing your best. You know, and so... Yeah, you know, right now I'm, I'm in this place where I'm I'm very surrendered I guess you could say to perhaps um what my ego was really wanting before but it's like I do feel much more peace 
not only because I, 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 I just feel more peace. You know, when I, it's like whenever I am humbled, like there's a, there's just a profound feeling of support and peace that comes with humility, and letting go of all of that stuff. You know, and and the, and all all of it. You know what I mean? And just coming back to just like simplicity, like you know, and. Yeah. As of now, um, this seems to perhaps be appropriate um, to end this solo episode because I feel that I've I've gone over most of you know what I feel I I have I've had to share, <laughs> you know. Um, so some big takeaways are pretty much everything I said, <laughs> um, whatever resonated with you, I'm sure it found you, um, and some closing notes, like if there's a men's group around you, if there's a women's group around you, just go there. I, I, I encourage you to do that. Um, I encourage you to find like-minded people, whether it be virtually physically just do your best and and be honest with yourself and and <laughs> yeah you know being honest with yourself is not always going to be easy um yeah <laughs> so i'm just going to leave it at this because i i feel like i've 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 given what has been necessary to give and um yeah I, I encourage you every day to to give from your heart to be in your heart to choose your heart to give without necessarily you know trying to receive something in return but just giving from the goodness of your heart you know um it's like for me for example whenever i am posting on instagram you know, whenever i'm posting that free content I'm really posting because I feel activated in my heart of like, wow, I need to post this message. And yes, you know, at times there can be the ego valid, you know, whatever of like, oh, like I wonder how many likes it's going to get. But it's not, it wasn't the core intention behind me doing it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, I encourage you to, to give your gifts to step into, step into your truth step into your mission and what you you feel you're here to create and also have the courage to perhaps let go of what your plan is <laughs> you know to let go of what your plan is and um yeah to surrender to the greater plan um to surrender to the greater plan. Um, so, yeah, with that said, I'm just going to leave it at that. And I appreciate you guys for listening to the show. And we will talk soon. And if you want to hear more from me, then follow me on Instagram at Nick Walk, which is spelled N-I-C-W-A-L-K. And from there, you will see all of my content.
in addition to my link tree, which houses pretty much everything about me um, and all of my other offerings. So from there, you will see my link to book a one-on-one -on -one session with me. You will see the link to my upcoming men's group. You will see the link to my website and much, much more. So thank you again for listening to this show and I will talk to you soon.